Hi, this is Corncod1 of Paleoconservative on Steroids, and the title of my little screed today is Capitalism is No One's Friend. When I was a young mainstream conservative in the late 70s and early 80s, I was a believer in capitalism, perhaps not on high principle, but as a way of encouraging general prosperity for the common good. I'm a bit of a pragmatist when it comes to economic policy. I never bought, however, the libertarian idea that big business leaders were gods and that the scramble for the almighty dollar was some kind of moral crusade. However, by the time the late 80s rolled around, I, I began to think that capitalism is no one's friend. The boom and bust cycle that's inevitably a part of the capitalist system causes an immense amount of human suffering. We began to see the beginnings of large companies lurching to the left on social and racial issues. One only needs to recall the collapse of the world economy in 2008 due to wild, rampant speculation and bad loans to realize Wall Street has nothing to do with the common good. To this day, I consider myself a third positionist nationalist in the matter of international third position, a now defunct coalition of European nationalist groups headed by Roberto Fiore of the Italian political party Forza Nuova. The ITP condemned both capitalism and socialism as it was practiced in Europe at the time, so you might say I'm a not-quite-Strasserite. I believe in alternatives to capitalism, which would include small business, guilds, and employee-owned businesses. I think there are a lot of possibilities in the area of employees as stockholders. There is a grocery store chain in my state, and states that adjoin it, where if you're an employee, you automatically become a shareholder of the company. This happened because over a decade ago, the chain was about to go out of business, and the owners literally gave the corporation to the employees. Another thing that troubled me was open hatred on the part of big businesses of people of European-American descent. They all now practice affirmative action. The kowtowing of business executives towards Black Lives Matter, a Marxist-Leninist group, during the violent black rioting in the summer of 2020, should have convinced a typical Euro-American that the Fortune 500 is not their friend. The companies that inhabit Silicon Valley seem to be the worst. They haven't sold out to the globalists. They are increasingly the globalists. The Democratic Party in the U.S., for all its vices, used to be a friend of the working class, and since the 1930s showed a dedication to moderating the worst habits of Wall Street. Now, of course, the Dems are a neoliberal capitalist party of the most unrestrained kind. The same goes for the Labour Party of the United Kingdom. Even in what we call the far left in the U.S. and Europe, it seems that Soros money has made whores of them all. I used to have a grudging respect for the anti-globalist left, but now they have almost completely disappeared. They used to riot at Davos, now they attend the meetings. All the left cares for in the West nowadays is racial minorities and folks with quirky sexual habits. They were brought off cheaply. The only real dissenters against capitalism in the West nowadays are nationalist and nationalistically inclined groups. This is our opportunity to get the political support of working people, and I think we're already succeeding. In the U.S., many thousands of small family-owned mom-and-pop businesses were intentionally destroyed in the phony COVID panic so big business conglomerates like Amazon could swoop in and put them out of business. Nationalists can create a coalition of blue-collar workers, lower-middle-class people, and small business owners 
That's a winning combination. This is Corn Cod One of Paleo Conservative on Steroids signing off.